Hello, welcome to Dream Leapers Inspiration. I'm your host, Harriet Cole. So very happy to be with you today. It is spring, it is spring everywhere. I was walking outside yesterday and saw the trees beginning to blossom, the daffodils in Central Park, lots of people outside just enjoying a bit of warm weather. And it was just a beautiful thing to see the outdoors come coming alive. I say coming alive because that's what happens in the spring. Everything is new, feels new, and that sense of newness makes us happy. I think that literally it when you see budding flowers and leaves on trees, it brightens your spirit because it's the promise of life and the promise of new life. That promise is something that we can look for within. What is the newness that we can call forth within ourselves? Even as we were the same people, we, the blessing is we woke up one more day and we get to do anything we want with it. But what can we do if we approach our life with the sense of freshness, newness, and look at how we can cultivate that freshness within ourselves? What, what happens then? I love thinking about this during the season because we can look all around. And if you look Let's just take a tree as an example. Trees often live for hundreds of years. So they are usually sturdy, you know, they're constant. And they go through all of the seasons, all extremities of weather. And most of them stay strong, stay tall, continue to grow. And in this season, they sprout new leaves, they sprout flowers, they bring, they, they bring out the newness that's within them, even as they could be incredibly old. So think of yourself like that, like as a tree. At whatever stage you are in your life, if you imagine yourself like a tree, you're sturdy, you're firm, you're strong. And this newness within you that you can cultivate, there's potential within you that you can cultivate even if you are a hundred years old, like a beautiful old tree. At whatever stage you are in your life, you can access that newness, that freshness, if you look for it. And today's message is about patience. So how does, what does patience have to do with this newness and freshness? I kind of think everything. You know, we, we are still living in the space of this pandemic, right? And I'm gonna say a lot of people are not patient as it relates to that. People are out and about. I've talked to more people who gotten on planes and gone on trips. And it makes me a little nervous because we 
are probably not quite ready for that. So there's impatience everywhere. There's the impatience of just wanting to get out, go do, experience our lives in a different way, in a freeing way, you know, mask off, just free. And that for some is really being reckless. There's an impatience because it is spring and folks just, you know, even if we didn't have a pandemic, that sense of hibernating in the winter and just wanting to get out and be in nature, be with other people. Humanity needs humanity. We need to be with each other. We want to be with each other. We want to touch each other, hug each other, not just look at each other across the screen, right? But we need to be patient so that we can be healthy. We need to follow protocols so that we can stay strong. Think about the tree. Trees rooted in the ground, drawing upon the resources that allow them to live. Being patient in that sense of, you know, for months, for, for the trees that shed their leaves, for months they're bare but strong. And then in this season, you see the buds coming forth, emerging, creating flowers and leaves that help to shield us from the sun when it's so bright as it gets warmer. There's patience there. There's patience because there's the promise of what's coming next and they know the leaves are coming, the warmth is coming, the, the experience of the abundance of nature is coming. And so there can be patience because the promise is there. So what does that look like for us? What does it look like for us in our lives to exercise patience, to hold on to faith that the promise is coming? The promise is there that, that, the, that spring is coming, that newness is coming. How can we exercise patience understanding that? It's interesting. The, 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 my belief is that our job as we are being patient is to prepare. What can we do to ensure that we are ready when the promise of openness, of newness comes forth. What can we do to prepare? What have you been doing? What have you been doing during this time that we've been in quarantine? To take care of yourself, to plan for the future? What have you been doing? Have you been using your time wisely? Have you been patiently and in a focused manner working toward your goals or not? Have you squandered time? Well, if we're going to be honest, we've all squandered a little bit of time, right? But how much? How much time have you devoted to your goals, your dreams, your heart's desire? How much time have you devoted to that? Think about it. 
have you allowed yourself to your brain to flip here and there and there and and for your emotions to take over for you to just live in distraction how many have lived in distraction for longer than you'd like to admit i want us to to think about how we've spent our time during this year how we want to spend our time moving forward and how we can move forward intentionally right because i know many of us myself included made big goals a year ago this is what i'm going to do i'm going to work on this project many of us wrote it down how many of us did it how many of you did what you said you were going to do if you look back at your list i don't know how many things did you put on it did you accomplish any of those things and if you didn't it's not too late as long as we're alive we still have a chance to work on something that we that we assigned ourselves to do we can we can align ourselves or realign ourselves in making that commitment the promise to do whatever it is that we said and to patiently focus on that see patience is interesting because we need to be patient with ourselves if you think about whatever was on your list did you do it let's look at something maybe you didn't accomplish pick one one thing you didn't accomplish that you put on your list now i want you to invite patience with yourself in refocusing your lens on that thing what did you say you were going to do that you didn't be patient with you now as you recommit to doing it what do i always say write it down write down what you say you're going to do so that you can accomplish it write it down put it on your list every day break it down into manageable tasks so that you can check them off feel a sense of accomplishment and go back to it the next day be patient with yourself meaning focus now on what you said you were going to do for your life patiently focus each day on accomplishing something toward that goal if you do it every day it'll get done 100% sure of it if you focus every day if you chip away at whatever the goal is you will accomplish it if you say you're going to do it and then you don't then it's just another idea that flits by with your focus and refocus and attention constant attention 
like watering the plant, tending to the tree. If you stay focused, you get it done. Yeah? It's an amazing thing. And your sense of accomplishment, if you, you complete a task each day, and you can check it off and say, I did that. I did what I promised I was going to do. What I promised myself I was going to do. It, it buoys you. It gives you energy and makes you want to do the next thing. And the next thing. And I promise you that if you plan it out well, you will accomplish whatever the task is. It may take time. But look, we've had a whole year of being in quarantine. In that year, I also want you to look and say, what did you accomplish? What do you feel you accomplished that you're proud of that shows that you were committed to yourself? What? Is there anything? I'm sure there is. Think about it. Because you want... When you can acknowledge something that you've done that was meaningful to you and to your life and to the people you love, it gives you energy. And it gives you energy to be patient with yourself and to stay focused on the thing that you didn't accomplish, right? Because you can feel good about yourself. I did accomplish something. Here's the thing I accomplished. I'm proud of me. I did that. And it was a great thing and it was worth it. And I can check that box off and say, yes, I did that thing that I promised I would do. And here's this other thing. I did tell myself I was going to do this, but I forgot. Or I got distracted. Or, you know, time just zipped by. And here I am with this task that is incomplete. Rather than feeling deflated, sit up. Take a deep breath, promise yourself, tell yourself, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it now. I'm going to accomplish that thing. That like, you know, when, when you have, when you were in school and you had lots of homework and the hardest homework you put off to the last and you were always told, put the hardest thing first, then you can check it off, it's done. And many people didn't do that. And then you're cramming staying up late at night going, oh, why didn't I listen to myself? Okay, so let's not do that this time. If you put it aside, pick it up now. What is that one thing? That one thing that you know, if you pay attention to it, you break it down into its bite-sized components and you go for it, working on it and you will accomplish it? What is that one thing you want to do in that life? Let me, let me read you the quote that I found. There are lots of them. All right, here we go. The two most powerful warriors are patience and time. The two most powerful warriors are patience and time. That's from Leo Tolstoy. The two most powerful warriors are patience and time. Think about it. They go together. Being patient means 
that you're engaging time, right? It means that patience has within it waiting, right? You're exercising patience means that you need to be still and focused and allow time to give birth to whatever it is that you're working on, right? So patience and time as warriors, I think that's a really interesting way to look at it because if you consider that you have to be so strong in order to accomplish the tasks, the goals, the dreams that you have in your life, you have to be strong. First of all, you have to be strong even to allow yourself to recognize your dreams. I've talked to many people who have said to me they don't dream, and I want to tell you I don't believe that. I think sometimes we don't allow ourselves to see what it is that we dream. What is in our hearts that wants to get out? What do we really want to do with our lives? What goal do we have that is deep, deep, deep inside of us that we want to release, but part of us says it's not worth it. These other things stand in the way. I've got 25 other things that I have to do right now. I don't have time. Or somebody better than me deserves to fulfill whatever their dreams are. Mine is nothing. It's really nothing. How often do we diminish ourselves and downplay the music in our heart? How often? Think about it. It's, it's more common than you might imagine. When I talk to people about dreams, which I do all the time, many people will tell me, well, I had this idea. I've had this idea for 10 years, but I, I'm sure it won't work. You know, I'm not, it, like, everybody wants to write a book. I'm not really a writer. I, there's so many people who are better at writing than me. Or I want to take a trip. Now, we've been on pause for trips, but are you preparing for the trip? I want to take a trip. But I never will have the courage to, to go somewhere by myself. Or I can never have enough money to do it. If you saved for a year and you weren't going out, then you might have that money to take the trip when traveling opens again for you. Do you see? If you think you can't write, take a writing class. If you think you can't draw, but you want to paint something, take an art class. What can you do rather than to diminish your dream, to uplift it, to manifest it? Be patient with yourself. Trust that the dream is worth cultivating. So the patience isn't, oh, you'll get to it eventually. No, the patience is sit with it, draw it out, cultivate it. Be patient with the time it takes to make it manifest, but not, 
I don't mean patient as in, oh, you know, it's in my head, but I haven't written it down. I haven't, I haven't claimed it. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying claim it. Claim it. Concretize it. Say it out loud. Write it down. Figure out the steps that you need to take in order to make it manifest. Be patient with the process. It may take time. It may take longer than you imagine. But that's okay. So here, here's the story. I knew from when I was 12 years old that I wanted to be a writer. It was in my heart. I, I knew it. I used to write poems and I was kind of shy about sharing them. So I would write poems and hide them in a shoebox in my closet. I never gave up this goal that I wanted to write. I wanted to be a published writer. I wanted to write books. It was just in my heart. The first book that I wrote, now I was 12 when I said that I wanted to write books. I was 32 when I published my first book. Between 12 and 32, oh, I published many other things. I wrote for my college newspaper. I worked at Essence for many years where I wrote articles and all kinds of things. That So I became a writer because I set my mind on it. It took 20 years before I wrote my first book, but I never gave up. And in this case, the patience was, was, was the process. How can I get published? And then what am I going to write about? I realized that you become a good writer when you have things to write about. And you practice. And it took time. And I never gave up. And so that first book turned into what is now seven books. Because I never gave up. Um, my friend Deborah, uh, I serve on the board of the Prasad Project with my friend Deborah Royce, and we were reminiscing recently. A few years ago, we were on a, a trip with our board to India. We were sitting in this beautiful area uh, eating. I think we were eating dinner. And Deborah told me that she wanted to be an author. Oh, that's so exciting. And so I asked her how often was she writing? Because she was working on a book. And she said about once a week. And she reminded me that I said to her, if you're writing once a week, you're never gonna finish that book. And I think she was kind of shocked that I made that comment, but it's true. If you work on something once a week, it's probably not gonna get accomplished. If you work on something every day, it'll get accomplished. You know, I say this all the time on Dream Leaders Inspiration all the time. Work on it every day, it gets done. I said this to Deborah. I talked to her very recently and she told me she rearranged her schedule so that she could devote at least one hour every day to writing. And guess what? She's finished book number one, she's finished book number two, and she's working on book number three. Why? Because she decided to focus, to focus and take action. And it took time. She had to be patient with 
herself. It will take time, but if you focus on it, it will get done. So that's just two people. I have stories about so many people who focus, commit, and take action. And when you do that, you win because you complete whatever it is that you set your mind to. I promise you it works. And I, I like giving examples of people other than me as well because sometimes, I've seen this happen, sometimes you know, the person on stage, the person on screen, people tend to think, oh, well, that person's different from me. No, it's not true. If there's any difference, it's just the commitment. If you commit to something every day, you get it done. If you watch other people commit, you watch them get it done. So which one are you? Are you a person who is committed, who stays in the game for yourself, for your goals and dreams? Or are you the person who watches other people do it? I tell you, I've seen some folk who, if you imagine everybody, it says in the Bible that everybody has talents and it's our job to cultivate our talents. Some of us have more talents than others. I have watched people who would say themselves that they have limited talents. I've watched them accomplish more than people with an apparent abundance of talents. Why? Because they were focused. They did not allow obstacles to stand in their way. They saw the obstacle. They figured out how to step over it, walk around it, knock it down, whatever it takes, so that they could accomplish their tasks. When I see that, if I'm slacking off and I see somebody who has less opportunity, let's say, than I have had in a particular area, and I see somebody with less opportunity soaring, what does that tell me? No excuse. There's no excuse for not accomplishing whatever it is that you want to accomplish. If you see someone accomplishing tremendous things with far less advantage than you. It's up to us. We need to stop making excuses. We need to instead refocus our lens on what we've promised we're gonna do it with our lives. And for purposes of today's broadcast, I'm asking every one of us to pick one thing what is one thing that you told yourself you were going to do over this past year that you didn't do? One thing. Pick one. Everybody, pick one. You might have a long list. Pick one. And that one thing that you told yourself you were going to do, recommit to it now. Refocus your lens on that one thing. Write it down and promise yourself that you will focus on this one thing every day until you accomplish it. Break down the tasks that are necessary to accomplish it 
into bite-sized bits so that you can check them off. When you do that, you feel a sense of accomplishment each day, and that gives you energy to keep working on it each day. If you miss a day, don't beat yourself up. Just go back to it. It works. Your vigilance, your commitment to you, your patience, not with you being airy-fairy thinking about it, your patience with yourself that you know you stay committed, you're going to work on it, it'll take time, but you can get it done. Give yourself space to accomplish your dreams. It makes you happy. That's what we all want, is to be happy, right? If you do something for yourself, fulfilling your own goals and dreams, then you can be happy. You can be happy in the process, too. So it's not like the happiness comes all the way down the line. I want to challenge us to understand that you can be happy in the process because you are fulfilling your dreams. That brings me joy every day. Huh, I'm working on this dream. Look at it grow. Just like that tree we started talking about at the beginning of this broadcast. Look at it grow. If I nurture it, it grows. What have you been spending your time on this year? I'm going back to that question. Have you spent more time on distractions or more time on cultivating goodness within yourself and your life. If the balance has been off, now's the time to change it. It's not too late. Every day that we wake up, we have the blessing of starting afresh. Think about the trees. Think about the flowers in this season and how they're budding right now. What is budding in you? What are you nurturing or what can you nurture so that the newness of your creativity and your spirit can emerge? What? What is it? I recommend that you sit and meditate and be still and listen. Ask yourself what that is and listen for an answer. And when the answer comes forth, Welcome it. Say it out loud. Write it down and begin to cultivate it. It's such a powerful thing to do. Finding the newness inside. What is that newness inside of you? How It may be a new approach to something that you've been puzzling over for a long time. It may be a new way of looking at the dream that has been lying dormant within you, trying to peek its head out, and now it's emerging. Look for the newness in you. Draw it out. Tend to it. Make it manifest. Be patient with whatever that gift is as you are focused and you work on it every day. And I'd love for you to, to share what is that dream? Tell me what it is. I want to know. When you 
say things out loud, when you write them down, when you tell others, it helps to make it real. And when you make it real, it's easier for you to have it grow and emerge into something real and concrete. So call forth the newness in you. Be patient with yourself as you cultivate it. Give yourself time to focus on it. And then let's talk about what it is. I'd love for you to share whatever that dream is with me, with each other. It's very powerful to do. I thank you for being with me in this moment. I hope you are inspired to just bring forth that dream because the world needs your greatness to be manifest in it. So bring that dream on. Bring it on. Cultivate it. Share it with us. Until next time, have a great day and make it count. Namaste.